Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And yes, episode number three with that. How you doing, Beth? Hi there, Mike. Great to be here. Yep. So let's remind people, what do you do for, uh, what's your day job? My day job is that I am a real estate broker and team leader in the Seattle area. Awesome. And the reason I wanted people to realize that is, Beth, I believe that the housing market, nationally speaking, uh, we've just started a depression. What do I mean by that? Well, I believe if your income is contingent on the housing market, again, transactions, you're going to have a couple, couple of a couple of tough years. I have, and you've heard me say it, I think transactions fall 30 to 50%. Uh, I think if you are in the mortgage business, your refis are already down 83%, could get worse, purchase demands down, pending sales down. And of course, you don't get paid till stuff's done, stuff's closed. So um, it's going to suck for a couple of years. I think there's a lot of people that will leave the business and never come back. I know your story, your experience, you will pivot and grow and, and be stronger at the end of this. But let's talk to, you know, just generally real estate agent, real estate brokers. The next two years are not going to be la like the last two. I think you would agree with that. Yes, absolutely. It's already shifted dramatically where I am. It's already happened. You know, so speaking of like the crash and transactions, like it's it's not coming, it's here in my specific area where I am just outside Seattle. Um, we're seeing, yeah. So agents that have gone into the mark in, into the industry in the last couple of years have not experienced a normal market. So, and I would not, I wouldn't say it was easy in the last couple of years. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess like you could, you could stick a sign out and list in list a house and stick a sign out and you would have three offers within a day at least. Um, but if you were a buyer's agent, it was brutal, absolutely brutal. So you learn skills as a buyer's agent during the last couple of years, you know, and you can use that later, put it in your back pocket and learn, you know, but there's one thing I like about this industry is it's constantly shifting and you need to pivot over and over again. I have to have to pivot multiple times a year because you start to catch wind of something's going to happen. Oh, that just happened. And it's like mm. week by week. All of a sudden it's like, oh, activity's way down. Oh, we didn't get multiple offers. We got one. Hmm. You know, and then like things might change back the next week where it's like, okay, people are back. Now they're doing things again, but the offers are structured differently. You need to be in tune with what is going on in your market. You need to be the expert that is there to guide your clients in this market, they're looking to you. That's the value you have to bring right now is guidance and insight into the market, the boots on the ground, not what happened a month ago or even three months ago. You need People need to know what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And so my advice to agents that want to make it in this business, a few things, but I would say first one is like, get to know what is happening in your market on a granular level. Get out there, talk to agents, see the listings, hear the stories, listen to what's going on. So like I'm primarily listing agent, but I see what's going on with like what the offers that are coming in is going on and what the communication I'm having with the buyer's agents and what that psychology has shifted around that. It used to be like, 
what can we do to get our offer accepted? So here's an example of like a typical offer um, on a listing um, back in January. Okay, we're offering, you know, we're doing, we're escalating, you know, $300,000 over list price. We're releasing $100,000 non-refundable earnest money directly to the seller before closing. Here's $100,000. I saw one all the way up to $500,000. Here's $500,000 we're giving to the seller before closing. Wow. And I, that made me nervous. I wasn't even that buyer's agent. I was the listing agent, but I, and I knew my sellers were upstanding folks, you know, but I'm just like, that could go wrong in a lot of ways. Yeah, that, that could go bad. Healthy. Yeah. That's not healthy and not good. And, you know, I'm happy that that has changed now where we're not seeing that kind of insanity, you know, forget having any kind of contingencies of any sort. So um, that has basically retracted dramatically. So we saw this incredible surge retraction happening we're still up year over year um but my advice to agents is really going to be talk to some of the veterans every if you're in an office that has a lot of veteran agents you'll have people who have been through different cycles mm -hmm. and they're always going to be different like i was an agent through the whole 2008 to 2012 that was like peak to trough in our area and rode that down and rode it back up um you learn so, and one of the things too, you learn is like to be consistent and treating your business like a business. Like you need to build your business, become an expert at your craft, become the person that people come to for knowledge and insight, mm -hmm. make sure they know you're there to help them, not yourself mm -hmm. and build your business that way. And so people will um, come to know you as that knowledge broker and the person that they need to you know come to, to learn about how they can navigate this because people see scary headlines and they need someone to help them. Yeah. So, and people still need to move forward with their lives. So some people are going to stay put, like you've talked about, you know, and the transactions are going to be impacted by that, but some people got to move, you know, and so they're going to be looking to you as an agent for how are you going to help them navigate this? This is where we really can bring our value as agents. Yeah. I, what I, what I'm telling folks kind of, again, I, I'm speaking at an event in early August directed at real estate agent, real estate brokers in Southern California. I'm going to come out. Probably my first headline is going to be some scary pictures of the Great Depression, right? Bread lines, all of that. And again, this is not the economy going into depression, but it is the like if your income is attached to housing, it is going to feel like a depression, in my opinion. Um, but that said, a lot of people got wealthy in the depression. I mean, it, they just did. They pivoted. They learned. So my, my couple of thoughts are, um, again, people will still sell, right? There's, and the biggest thing for me and a new agent is, you're going to get a lot of calls. Hey, I want to list my home. I want to get top dollar. You just are. And some of you are going to make mistakes over and over and over again. You are going to find a seller who wants wish pricing or uh, wants to sell, but they don't need to sell. That's not okay, right? In the, in the last two years, if you got a listing, even if it was a stupid price, you put a sign in the yard, it probably went. Not the case anymore. You have to watch your time if you're a listing agent, number one. If you're a buyer's agent, I would get hyper-focused on FHA, VA, and 203K loans. People will still be buying in that realm, and I would argue that VA, v, uh, FHA and VA buyers will double or triple from the last couple of years. Why can I say that confidently? It's because they got no bites of the apple last time. They were just overrun by cash buyers. So go figure out the vernacular. Go figure out that world. Market to FHA and VA buyers. Get on the Facebook groups. Talk about the zero down or three and a half or 5% down. Do your freaking job. And then lastly, the true winners of this are like Beth, in my opinion. 
They're going to use this opportunity of stress and change to buy more assets. They are going to find people that want to get out. They're going to be able to leverage reputation, private money, hard money, non-QM, whatever it is, and buy more assets. I didn't even ask you. I promise you, coming out of this, you will be bigger than you went in, in my opinion. What do you think of all that? 100% agree. So yes, yes on the buying more assets. I'm ready, you know, because I know like, you know, but they're saying like, good, bad times never last, you know, the good times never last and the bad times never last. And you've been around long enough, people realize, you know, it's going to come back and and finding a good, uh, a win-win situation like that, where somebody needs a, a buyer and I'm yeah. here to do it. You know, I, I've been stockpiling my, I've been, as a real estate agent, I always save, you know, because you, you got to be ready for these peaks and valleys that are going to come and you got, mm-hmm. there's things you can do to make your business more consistent. But like, you know, right now we're like, all of a sudden I'm carrying listing inventory where everything was to sell within three days, you know, and mm-hmm. now I've, you know, I'm carrying listing inventory. Like, all right. You know, it's like, thank goodness I have reserves that yep. will float me through this until things start to, you know, catch back up to where they were, you mm-hmm. know? Um, Another thing I'd say for agents too, is like, keep your expenses low, low, you know, we have to market our, you have there's certain things that make sense that you have to invest in your business, but all the extra stuff, like I was for a while, I was growing a bigger team and buying all those expensive leads and things. And I decided after a while, like, you know what, this is not the money doesn't the return on investment, not there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go big. I decided to shrink it in and just become hyper-focused and really nice. impact effective and productive. For me, that like gave myself a huge raise just by doing just yeah. that alone, you know, and that makes me like better set up for this market going into it. Awesome. But yeah, w- help those first time buyers. I am so- nothing more rewarding in this industry than helping somebody buy their first home. And if you can help them, like we get to negotiate inspection repairs. Yeah. Credits. Yeah. You know? Again, let me be very clear. If you're writing offers today, we don't pay list price. We ask for closing costs and we get interest rates buy down. Get all three. At least ask. Yes. At least ask. Interest rate buy down. Why not? So here's the thing too. It's like if people are, per- so it used to be, you know, so in our, we're in an expensive market, right? So like it used to be a starter house would be like, would would run, the price was running up to like $900,000, you know? Mm-hmm. They were listing it maybe seven twenty five, going up to like 900000 oh. Now you can get it for like the same house for like, less than list they still listing at 725 instead of going to 900 you can come nice. in lower or below that how much depends you know on the situation but yeah. you can ask you can get in for lower so you're already purchasing far below what you would have purchased for before which will help offset your payment yeah. with the higher rate and then you can do the interest rate buy downs a lot of the good mortgage lenders out there are reaching out to agents to say hey look at this case study where instead of a you know they're, they're saying like instead of your seller dropping a price maybe they could do it. I say try for both, you know. But, yeah, go. Yo, but, ask for both. Let's be very, very ask, ask for, for all both. three. Ask but they're for all saying, three. They're showing like yeah. it almost more impactful than a, uh, than a, uh, no, it is. price is having the rate buy down. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the mortgage you're going to carry for 30 years. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to ask for one, it would be a rate, it would be a rate buy down for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But try for both, you know, no, no. And a lot of sellers right now, they're, they're starting to come around, you know, the biggest challenge in the beginning of a shift a dramatic shift is some people don't want to accept the no, reality of what the, is happening. Yeah. They have, well, again, housing is sticky, it's yeah. called price elasticity in elasticity. And it, it, that's why housing moves slower than all these crash people keep talking about. It's like housing doesn't move this. This is not a freaking t-shirt at the gap, right? This is, this is somebody's home. And the other problem we have today, as you know, is 
we have a lot of people that have fixed rate debt sub 4%, some sub 3 If they're going to sell, I mean, are they going to really rent? I mean, where are they going to go? Because the next house they're going to buy. So I think I think there's a lot of wish pricing and wants to sell. I think there's a lot of inventory that will just be expired or canceled in the next 30 or 45 days. I'm starting days. to see that. Yeah, I'm meeting with somebody soon who it's that kind of a situation, you know, but I'm going to be evaluating just like you're saying, like I need to make sure that if I'm going to invest my time, energy and yeah. money into it, that I know it's going to work. You know, it's not, I, it doesn't help for anybody if it doesn't get them where they would need to go. Uh, I'm going to make a wild ass guess here. I'm going to guess you say no to some listings this year and you probably didn't do that the last couple of years. Correct. <laughs> Agents, I hope you heard that. Yeah. It's not worth it to take on. It's like a millstone around your neck and I'm here to help people. And if I can't help them, then it's not going to, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. You're going to flush thousands of dollars down the drain. That's stupid. And time, time, time is your most valuable asset. But then I put a lot of fun, you know, in my market, people expect things to be marketed at a very high level, Mm -hmm. especially at the price points I work in. And it's just my own professional standards, you know, and part of my brand and everything else. And so if I'm going to be investing all of that money and everything, and team and all that energy into it it's we need to know it's going to be a, a win a, you know a good a good outcome chance. for everyone yeah. yeah otherwise why do it no uh, and again this is the uh, agents you need to hear this right this depression that's coming to housing one of the things you're going to have to do is say no you're going to have to say no or not yet or whatever and there's plenty of people that want to sell but they miss the boat it's ju- it's july not january people got to yeah. hear that it's and july I- not january yeah. And I think now when the headlines in the media start to catch up, which is, is delayed by at least a couple oh, of months, two to some three months, that case Shiller is way outdated. For oh, example. God, throw it away. It's, you, it's useless by the time it comes out. But, you know, when when people start seeing it reported and all of a sudden they're like, oh, then they realize like, oh, I guess it is, you know, really. Or they see the, the examples of what's going on. Like, oh, my name, na- my neighbor's. Ha- did a price yeah. drop and they're still oh, look, the it's, it's still up for two weeks. What happened? Yeah. Then they start to accept. And now I'm finding like, you know, most of the people that come to me, like they, they get it. They understand. They just need to just figure out how people still want to live their lives, you know? And a lot of them are like, they bought a lot of them are building houses out of state is what I'm finding. Mm. A lot of my clients were like, they're downsizing out of state. Okay. Those out of state prices are yeah. Building out of state is expensive. You're building a house in Scottsdale or Idaho or wherever, like it's costing a lot of money. And so mm. how do we get the, yeah. So it's, it's, you're solving a puzzle Yeah. and you need to, you need to change your skill set as an agent. If you're working with buyers, learn how to help them as buyers. You know, when we were in this crazy competitive market, you had to learn like what do winning offers look like and how can you do that and not make it be totally uncomfortable for your buyer. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's like, how can we, what are the tools we can pull out of our tool belt to negotiate mm-hmm. a better outcome for the buyer in this situation? And it's a win for the seller too. So yeah. again, folks, uh, calling this a, a real estate depression is not fun. Uh, again, if your income is reliant on transactions, mortgage agents, painters, it's, it's, it's going to hurt, but again, it's an opportunity. Good times never last. Bad times never last. Uh, Beth will certainly be stronger coming out of this. I suggest you follow and reach out. Uh, how do, how do you want them to do that? Yeah. So I'm easy to find um, on Facebook more than anything else. I like to be in the uh, investor groups uh, like your group and uh, the real estate rookie group. I like to give advice on there to newbies, people looking to get in there. Um, And, or you can just find me on there. Um, I'm also, you can reach out to me on my website, bethtraversogroup.com or just Google me. I'm easy to find out there. 
This is so much fun. This, these were great conversations. I appreciate you. We're going to have to work on getting you back regularly. This was a blast. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks, this Beth. was really fun. Yep.